Welcome to the Inside Chat podcast, co-hosted by founder of the Delforge Group, Valerie Delforge, and ex-salon owner and business coach, Amy Gordon. We'll be sharing weekly episodes with you where Valerie and Amy discuss hot topics and questions sent in from our listeners. A must-listen for all salon, spa, aesthetics, and skin clinic business owners. Check in every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll be here with a new episode ready to help you start your week off right. locations you are dividing your time that's what you're doing and unless your structure is completely working for you you're going to constantly working for the businesses yeah. and running around and not having a, mm. a, a well having a hand in too many pies is in some ways isn't it yeah and I've met a lot of people who when they're losing that control they become micromanagers yeah. for the tiniest little things that actually in a bigger scale are not that important mm, yeah and I think that um the, the if the structure of it is not set correctly mm. you know with a either a manager in each location or you've got an overall area manager you know if you're going to have multiple locations you cannot think that you can do that on your own no. or just with a right hand man as such it mm. just doesn't happen and I, I think what happens as well when you have multiple locations is that you're almost a serial multiple locationer. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's you end up wanting more and more, don't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, we do, isn't it? Like, oh, but yeah, I was talking to someone actually who's already got three locations, and she's thinking, well, at the moment everything is a bit cheaper because obviously people are yes. selling cheaper than they would. So I'm just going to get a fourth one now. I don't mind it so much with this particular uh, client because she's very organised. She's got some an ahead of this. She's got. Uh, she start. We're starting working on the on the call centre. Yeah. So then that makes sense, and then I'm not so kind of worried for her. Yeah. As long as ultimately the when you add another location, there's all of the structures and the policies in place and mm-hmm. everything else, isn't mm-hmm. it? But yeah. getting another location for the sake of, yes. there's always that danger zone, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, there, there's definitely good to having multiple locations. We've seen it be very successful. Mm. Um, but you have to become even stricter on things like your stock management, mm. and because we're, we're what we've seen happen with multiple locations as well is that the stock gets shipped from here to here to here, and then they yeah. borrow it from them, and it gets it can get very messy. Um, and if if you don't know exactly, if you're just buying and then it's kind of getting divided out as and when, you can't clearly see a picture for each business. Yeah, that's the thing. Which you really need to understand because if one is pulling the others down, you won't know that unless you're analysing each one individually. Mm. But I think um, I think the main thing about it is, is that, you know... It, it's hard enough owning one business. Yes. <laughs> so, 
So yeah. really think carefully. So, yeah, because it, 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 it's, again, one of those things that the idea of it sounds amazing. And because you've been successful in one, it doesn't always mean that the second location will be. Mm. Because, you know, the demographics will be different. Your client, your clientele will be different. Therefore, do you need a different treatment list in that particular one? Mm. I mean, you know, obviously franchises, they, they do all the same thing as such. Um, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm always a little bit wary about franchises, mm. in particular for the beauty or, or the hair industry yeah. perhaps has been a bit more, I guess, successful in beauty. Mm. I think franchises is so, so tricky mm. in many, many ways. Mm, so I'm always a little bit more sceptical, I guess, when it yes. comes to franchises. And is it, I remember talking to someone, it wasn't in, in the hair and beauty industry, it was in retail, mm. and he had 40 locations. Mm. Out of 40 locations, he had 32 of them being franchises. Mm. And he was like, Valerie, I cannot wait for the contract to finish with all my franchisee. You think you're going to have the money coming in and that's it, that's all you have to worry about. Mm. You don't. You don't have the control. They can do what they want. You're yeah. losing the brand ethos. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going on a different subject of franchise, yes. but yeah. it just showed you that what you think is going to be a lot easier yeah. actually is not necessarily. So, no. unless you've got a proper strategy, a business plan, and you're understanding your structure then you will kind of be the victim of this constant mm. firefighting. And I'm thinking of a particular um, client who basically is still getting the text messages for when someone phones off sick. Yes, and they've got three they've or four got, locations. Yeah. yeah, and then you're thinking, why are you getting those messages? Yeah. Why is it not your managers? Oh, well, this and that. Yeah. Well, this and that. The one of the main issues is that eventually you will, well, either burn out or you'll mm -hmm. run out of kind of energy and cash to build that empire. Yes. Because you're constantly on a day-to-day -day operation, mm -hmm. isn't it? And if you're doing mm -hmm. this multiple location and why you're feeling constantly pulled left, right and centre is because you shouldn't be in operation. No, no. And what we've seen happen with that as well is that, you know, one of them starts to fail slightly. Yeah. So you your then, focus. your focus is drawn all to that one because, mm. you know, you have to, that one's, and then the others are left. Yeah. And then, it, so unless you have got that real strong team in each individual location, I think thinking that you can do it mm. when your structure isn't set in the first one is a, a bit of a dangerous game to play. Yeah, and we've seen as well, um, quite a while ago, I remember dealing with someone who basically was relying on that one key person. Mm. And that one key person eventually felt pregnant, went on maternity leave, so everything went back to the business owner because there was no kind of structure falling back to what, what happens next because mm. we're relying on that amazing person, yeah. which was incredible. But when that happens, it tends to be such a... Uh, micromanagement that no one else can do the role mm. because we didn't know exactly what she did yes yeah. so it was um, of course it's going to go back to well hopefully she's going to come back but that's a whole year yeah <laughs> she's going to come back if they come back if yeah they come back. so that's yeah. just adding more stress into something that could be avoided yeah. if you've got the structure the who does what yeah when and how and for me if you are a multi-site owner there's an element of choose and pick your days really mm -hmm. ultimately isn't yeah. it 
work okay on the Monday it's going to be admin on a Friday I'm going to take the day I'm going to work four days a week because yeah. I can yes and I've got the team behind me that's going to do absolutely everything behind but a lot of time we just feel we need to kind of gather all yeah. all the babies together yeah. and yes. just firefights and it yeah. just doesn't work does it no so ultimately if you're considering opening up another location or you want to have that multiple site thing what would you say then is the the first step i say the first step is you've got to have well you know the budget numbers budget numbers i think you also have to have a solid cash flow behind yeah because you i think what we've seen when someone opens a second location, they're underestimating how much is going back to what it was when you first opened the first yeah. one. Yeah, you the need whole to new ramp up mm. the whole kind of clients coming into the salon, get to mm. be known, the marketing, the hours that you put at the beginning of mm-hmm. starting your business. Well, that's what you've forgotten because yeah. you got your business to a certain level where you don't need to worry about that anymore. Well, you're going back to that. Yes. So ultimately, budget, cash flow, structure, operating procedure, and a team of management that doesn't rely on you. Systems, and like you said, and I really think we underestimate that. If one business is is mixed with the other in terms of operation, Mm. budget, and everything, you don't know which one's doing well. No. So the systems in place, for sure, is system operation Mm. structure, ultimately. And I think as Mm. the owner, just nothing that you do has to be operational. No. You can't get those text messages early at 7 o'clock in the morning. See, I'm saying... You you don't even want that only one business. (laughs) Exactly. But actually, that that made me think as well that if if you're doing it because you think it'll earn you more money, Mm. then that's sometimes a dangerous sort of place to fall into as well. Because like you just said... It, the the money that it will take to set it up again and to put you know and to drill in all, all that's needed for a whole new business you basically are yes okay you've already got your foundation of one ultimately you're opening up a whole new business I mean yeah, yeah I, I always say if someone says that to me <laughs> I say yeah double bubble but double trouble yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yes. But it does work brilliantly for some people. So Absolutely. if you can get it right and you've you know, you've like you said, you've got everything behind you that you need and it's solid and the the plan is there as well, the business mm. plan for it and what the expectations are and what the goals are mm. and the strategy for it, then mm. fine. Is it that you having a key person that perhaps, let's say you've got a, a key hairdresser or a key therapist that wants to have their own business, mm. are they starting to be more responsible about mm. that second location? You know, yeah. Is there an element of what you can build from within, which mm. is also sometimes underestimated? Mm-hmm. We think we're going to start with a brand new team. Not necessarily, but ultimately the second location will take some of your cash flow. Yeah. So you've got to be quite solid financially, I feel, before Mm. you even consider anything else. So all you have to do now is press the subscribe button and join us every week for an insight chat. And if you have any burning questions that we haven't yet answered, then just pop in the comments below or send us an email and we can include them in one of our weekly chats. And also we have started this amazing community of like-minded salon owners to join us on a monthly basis with our Insight Chat subscription.
Yeah, on that chat as well, you'll also get access to lots of free downloads and content that can really support you in your business. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.